following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Tuesday, November 30th, 2021, season 17, episode number 70. Welcome to the latest edition of The Break. We are live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the start. We've got a few things we're going to get into today. We're going to be joined by Bucky Brooks in our second segment to talk about the New Orleans Saints versus the Cowboys. we got some big picture storylines we're going to talk about. We've got a big injury list slash COVID list slash suspension list that we'll need to go through. Uh, even a player added this morning during Coach McCarthy's uh, press conference that he just did a, a few minutes ago. So uh, let's start there. Let's talk first about uh, some injuries. Let's start with Amari Cooper. What are we hearing about Amari Cooper at this point in his return from COVID? Amari Cooper might be hard-pressed to play in this game. Hmm. Um, that's just me reading the tea leaves. Um, Mike McCarthy said this morning he's back in the building, but he's not feeling the best. Sounds like he's still got some lingering effects, which Amber and I were just talking about this on the way downstairs. As far as I understand it, I have not, knock on wood, contracted COVID during this entire thing. But you can have symptoms that persist after you stop testing negative for, for the some virus. people for a long yeah, time. Sure. Yeah, sure. Like it can stick with you for a long time. Maybe Zeke it's... talked about that last year when he had COVID. Yeah. He said he, he felt some things after he was past COVID. Right. Yeah. So I don't know this for sure, but I have a hard time believing they would let him back in the building if he was COVID positive. But you can have those symptoms after you stop testing positive. So that sounds like something he's dealing with. They have a practice today. McCarthy said he's TBD. They do, do, they do a mock game sort of walkthrough practice tomorrow before they leave town. And Mike said if he can't do something tomorrow, then he probably won't play in this game. So... We'll see. Jerry Jones said this morning that he thought Amari would be good to go, but Jerry's usually – Jerry's not even half – he's not even glass half full. He's just glass full. He's just like, yeah, we're, we're good. Amari's going to play. But I don't feel good about it right now on Tuesday morning. It makes me – and I doubt you guys have the answer to this, but going back to that and how cautious they are being currently with all these new cases and tests being positive that has popped up recently with him testing negative and then having lingering effects of like not feeling too well or a little cough here and there do you even like do you still risk it like you know I don't know even if you're still testing negative do you still want him or are you being extremely extra cautious at least this week and just keep him out well I would assume I would assume at this point he's beyond the point of being contagious uh, that's why they're letting him back in the building. Now, as they said, that doesn't mean he's not necessarily that he's necessarily feeling better. He may still have some lingering effects. And then that just becomes a matter of how do you feel? Uh, it's yeah. no different than if you had, you know, I don't know if you if you had a, a cold, uh, you know, the flu, um, yeah. you, you might be past being contagious, but you just might not feel good. And then it's just a matter of how do you feel? And if he feels okay, he plays. If he doesn't, then they have to question, do they put him out there knowing that maybe his conditioning isn't right, maybe he isn't feeling up to par, whatever that might look like. Yeah, and McCarthy mentioned that as well. There's a conditioning aspect to it. Uh, Like, he needs to get onto a field and run some routes and prove that he can feel good. I guess it is is interesting, and I absolutely – I have, I'm not. I don't intend to like make light of this virus that has killed so many people and been so awful for all of us. But like, if he's not contagious and he's just feeling under the weather, like if if a guy had the flu two years ago, if a guy had the flu, we'd be like, give him a Z pack and some yeah. Gatorade. He's gonna play. Give like, an I feel, feel go. great about yeah. that. So it sounds ridiculous to say like, well, he can play through it because it's, you know, it's COVID is this awful thing. Like your brain goes to a different place when you hear that, but. That was something we were very comfortable with in the before times, you know. So I, I'm not saying that he needs to play through it if he's feeling crappy, but I do kind of think about that sometimes about how just perception can kind of change the way that you feel about these sorts of things. So, like I said, I, I don't know. We'll see. But 
if he can't get out and run routes and prove that he's just feeling up to it, then he's probably not doing you any good anyway. And what you have to remember in a lot of aspects, uh, COVID is a respiratory illness. Sure. So for a guy that's going to go out and run yeah. basically oh. what's equivalent to maybe a half marathon, I don't know, during a game, how many miles they run. I want to say that it's is, like, uh, that's I want to say, I wanna say that somebody did a study and it was like, seven eight maybe even nine miles that a receiver would run in the course of a game but i don't know that to be sure I, i'm just soccer players there. usually run between six and eight and they okay. never stop moving. and they never stop like, running right? that's but think, either way but the you're point still is, talking about running a lot the I'm point not is you're, to, you're yeah. sprinting a lot and for someone coming off a of respiratory disease if if they are still having those effects then it may be just very difficult to do uh when you're compromised a bit all right. Uh, let's talk about uh, C.D. Lamb. Where is he in his recovery and his return from injury? Concussion. He's going to play. I feel like that. C.D. Lamb is that's that's over with. He's, Done deal. He said he, he wasn't feeling like himself last week, which makes total sense. Um, didn't clear his protocol, but I mean he's been full every day this week. Says he he feels fine, and he himself said he's going to play. Let's talk about some good news. Demarcus Lawrence. Where is he? Supposed to be back. I mean, he says he's, uh, or they, they say he's going to be back. I mean, Jerry says he's going to be back, but, I mean, Jerry said Amari's <laughs> going to be back. Yeah. I fully expect Amari to be back. Um, but, no, I think Tank is going to play. I don't know how well he'll play or how, you know, his conditioning will be, but uh, he, he, he'll he be out there. And, you know, he's got to be better, I would think, than the guys that they that they have. I mean, I know I'm talking about maybe not Dorrance Armstrong right away, but, I mean, you, you know, you think about the guys that are rushing the passer – I'm sure he'll give him a little bit of a boost there, and then over time, I think he'll, he'll you know two or three games he'll probably get back to his normal self. That's what my anticipation is. Yeah, I would imagine you're going to have a plan for him. It's been he has he played the season opener and nothing else. Didn't have a training camp by the way, so um, just has not had a ton of opportunity to play football. So I would imagine maybe there's a snap count or certain situations like. I'd be kind of surprised if they just threw him out there and let him play 65 snaps, but I but I think he will play. Is there any level of concern with Terrell Basham, another defensive end who was limited yesterday in practice? Uh, where where are we with him? You know, when you look at the injury report, you don't always look at guys like that. Like Basham, I'm sorry, <laughs> you got you got other well, things. Starter. I mean, he's a starter no, on no, this he team. Is. I mean, so. but I mean, Cedric Wilson. Have, Another you know, guy. Yeah, I mean, didn't he, practice, he, he yeah. walked away the other day in a walking boot, and he didn't practice. And if Mari, Amari doesn't play, then that that's a problem, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, though. I, I don't think there was a lot of questions about Basham yeah. and where he is. And well, and I was fortunate enough to be our pool reporter at practice okay, yesterday. Okay, so you saw some things. He was out there. Okay. They were, they were playing – uh, cash money, all the old, all the good old stuff. By the way, like the old the New Orleans, stuff. the old Juvie, the old Wayne, yeah. like before a million. Before he was bad. We don't stop it. But <laughs> what? But my point is, Terrell Basham was like dancing to the music and having good. He looked like he took looked, me a second. I'm thinking, okay, is this a type of play call? Is a, is this a design? But oh, you're talking about. <laughs> I'm thinking, is this the a formation? Money. Is this a new creative formation? Cash money talking? millionaires taking over for the nine nine and the two thousand. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite things when the, when you two start arguing about rap. It's like I hate it because it's like it's never gonna be settled. It's no, like, it's and, like the and honestly, we don't, Cowboys versus we don't, this we don't argue over over hip hop. What we do is like we just know that we have different tastes. And and we got just, different errors. Derek's like, just stubborn. That's all. No, I'm not. I'm just you know we we see hip hop music differently. But you were just talking about something that we agree on. Like that was pretty good. You music. would Cash think money that y'all would. You would think that y'all would see it differently. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe yeah, not. If you know Dave, maybe not. Eras. Derek yeah, just yeah, Derek just thinks like nothing good has happened since like what 2002? hip hop ninety eight. Very little has happened yeah. good since late nineties. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's it's every once in a while something pops up. I was actually going to ask Nick, do you have any lyrics you want to throw out there from the nineties? Cash Money or Wayne or mm, like no. you know nineties hip hop? Nah, not really. You don't have anything? Nah, just okay. like. Nah, if it's not, if I mean, I sang last week. I know, uh, you know, and which, by the way, that song has the greatest rap lyric of all time, "California Love" in, in that second verse there. That's it, though. I'm, no, it's good. You want to tell everybody what you it is? Share with the class. No, nah, okay. you guys know what it is. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's let's I talk. Say, I don't want to say the H word on the air. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Sure. Uh, let's talk about Zeke Elliott. He is a uh, he is not really on the injury report. Not really injured per se but certainly not feeling great hasn't been great 
did, got got a little bit of a I wouldn't call it a rest last week, but certainly wasn't playing as many snaps as he's played in, in most other games this year. Um, where you guys where you guys sit with regards to what's happening with Zeke right now? Should the Cowboys look at maybe having another week where maybe they do less with him? It sounds like they're planning to do more, but what are your thoughts on on where he is right now? My opinion about this whole thing hasn't changed this entire time. I know he's hurting. I know he's probably compromised. Um, but I it, and if, if he wasn't feeling up to it, then I would say, by all, of course, sit down. But like he he keeps saying the same thing. He's gonna gut through it. He's got ways to get through it. And they need him. He's I, I don't really care as much about his explosiveness. Like he's too valuable as an all around player. I don't want Tony Pollard and Corey Clement in pass pro all night against this defense on the road in an environment where it's gonna be loud and you don't have the benefit of being able to communicate. Hell no. I need Zeke in there That's a protecting point. like he does too much. He's been underrated as a receiver this year. They're not always great catches, but like the number of times he's bailed Dak out. With some great catches, some of the best of his career, in my opinion. Um, no, he's too valuable as an all-around player to sit if he doesn't absolutely need to sit. They've got three to four days off when this is over. Like They're not going to be back on a field after this game until Wednesday. That's a, so from Thursday night until Wednesday, almost like a mini buy, right? It, it is. It's exactly what it is. And McCarthy has specified like he's going to do everything he can to give them as much time. So live in the cold tub. Get some acupuncture, whatever it is that you got to do over the weekend, do it. But I need Zeke in this game. Real quick, let's talk about Tristan Hill. He gets suspended <sighs> two games. I honestly, I didn't even know this happened until it was probably the next day when I saw the video on Twitter. Did you guys see it happening? What What are your thoughts on on him being suspended and what happened there at the end of the game versus the Raiders? <laughs> I mean, he punched a guy in the face. Punched That's, a guy in the face, and it's, then. Yeah. And then he didn't get punched back, obviously. That's not going to happen. Uh, he made sure that didn't happen. So he, he uh, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't, I don't agree with anything that happened there with that. Okay. I mean, and, I just, and what, you don't well, agree with, I don't, I, I mean, from what we know, yeah. Didn't agree with him punching a guy in the face. And then he didn't, you know, then he, he, backed away from that, obviously. Then uh, the two games doesn't make sense for what we know. I mean, I see Kadarius Tony hit Devontae Casey in the face, and he didn't get anything. Um, you know, the the Chiefs guy, as, as was pointed out upstairs a few minutes ago, and I'm going to steal the line, but the Chiefs guy, you know, basically just sprayed the whole bench, you know, and and that that's fine, nothing there. We got we got. But it was safe- imaginary. Well, we got a safety on our on our team that that got arrested for DWI, and mm-hmm. we're still figuring out what his suspension is going to be. I mean, I think that's a big deal in, in our world too. So, like, I just don't understand from what we know why that's a two game suspension. But you know, I don't have a problem with it. Don't it's, they typically it's fine. just got fined. First time I, like yeah. Well, but yeah. here's the deal. We I don't think we've seen I certainly haven't seen any time that I can, can recall recently where a player hit another player following a game. Because I do think there is some difference between during the game, the heat of the moment, guy punches another guy. You might get ejected in that game. You certainly will get fined. Richard Sherman and yeah, the, Tr- and Trent Williams. That was, Washington yeah, that was after game. game. And I saw that one. That was like year, that years was back ago. When, yeah, that was when ago. Legion of Boom was still the Legion of Boom, right? And so yeah, that, that just doesn't happen very often, and I, I don't even know. Do you know what happened with Trent Trent Williams? In? I'm looking no. it up right now. Like, I'm sure he got suspended. Yeah, I don't know if it was two games or not, but but I, I do think there's a difference to be made there, and I think there's a legitimate difference to be made. What you don't want as a league is you don't want guys going after each other after the game's over because right. that can turn into a really big problem hmm. really quickly because there's a lot of things that happen on the field that can turn into that if you allow it to. So I can see what that's an issue. Yeah. Two games does still seem kind of it seems, steep. It seems a little steep, but... Uh, Trent Williams got fined eight grand and wasn't suspended. Wow. I mean, it was it was a playoff game, so it was the last game of the year. But still, the league has well, never punched him pretty good. The league has never cared about carrying things over. That's, I mean, I do agree with you. Like the fact that it happened after a game, it seemed kind of premeditated. Like Tristan yeah. Hill was kind of hanging out, waiting for it. But I mean, the the league's inconsistency with that stuff has always yeah. been a. It's just awful. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no clearly outlined like reasoning for it. You never know it, and it's it's BS, honestly. And the players probably should have collectively bargained for something better. Like there yeah. needs to be a panel with like 
a panel with a with an arbiter. It needs to be out of Goodell's hands. It never will be. By is the it, way, let me ask but, you that for that kind of stuff, is it Goodell who actually hands it down, or does he have no, someone no, who it, does that? In these circumstances, I think there's somebody else, yeah. and, I, I, and I shouldn't pop off too much because I don't know the ends and outs. I, I thought either. it was Troy Vincent, but I I'm think not positive about that. I think it is, but, but you know, he's not a repeat offender too, which is you know usually stuff like that happens. You see with. And Sue and issues that he had. It was because it was the second time, third time. But I mean, Tristan Hill hasn't played enough to yeah. have, you know, well, hold on now. I mean, he, hold on. Are you did thinking get, about the yeah, yeah. alligator? Did, did role? he get suspended? I mean, no, did he, didn't did he get, get fined for that? I don't remember. Asking a but lot of questions. E- but that's even a little bit different than this kind of situation. Like, that's kind of. You kind of can give guys benefit of the doubt that he was just kind of making a tackle and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, he, it's very different than walking up to a guy after a game and punching he him was, in the mouth, right? He was fined seven grand for the alligator role last year. Mm. So. Still, I mean, two games it. just seems really steep. It does. Very for steep. Almost anything. It certainly, does. just for and one punch of a guy. Again, after a game. the fact that. We still haven't heard, and and maybe never will hear anything about Demonte Casey. Never, nothing. We just sat on pins and needles for like two years with the Tyrone Crawford thing, and we were like, well, guess they're not going to do anything. And, and then is, huh? five days after Tristan Hill punches a guy who's wearing a helmet, they're like, we have to act on this right now. It's, yeah. I just, I don't get their methodology at all. Yeah, if I were if I were the players in the next collective bargaining agreement, I would definitely say, give me a schedule. I want to know this offense this fine or suspension and and do as much as you can to define that so that it's very clear so yeah. players know the consequence of whatever bad behavior they they I mean, have cowboys might want to try to appeal you know for him to appeal just just to well they him. are he actually is, he that's is. happening just today to play yeah that's happening today and and mike mccarthy says that if they do if he wins it then obviously he would be available Good. to play today but i've very rarely heard I'm, of a player appealing and winning i've got a bridge in brooklyn <laughs> to sell anybody right. who thinks the league's going to overturn that. That basically basically yeah. means they overturn their own decision. No, you know? It's not about overturning it. You're going to get your two games. Yeah. What, what I would try to do if I'm the Cowboys, or who, for him, I mean, is get back here, you know, play this game so Neville Gallimore can come back in the next week. And then when you do get suspended, then oh. Neville Gallimore's sitting there. Well, ready it to sounds go. like they're going to hear it today. Yeah, so it ain't going to happen. Gonna but last it, it, it sure would be nice. And by yeah. the way, it's John Runyon who is now the there John Runyon. There we go. Operations who drops the suspension. And that also may be why you're seeing such a, a difference. Have Rodman in, do it my guess this. is John Runyon wasn't doing it back when Trent Williams had his altercation with Richard Sherman. So as a new guy is handling that, he may look at things differently. And if there is no you know, on the schedule of this offense produces this result, then you're probably going to have in it. Wasn't he uh, you know, one of the dirtiest results. players in the game? John Runyon? <laughs> I, I, I don't he was the same that. thing. He was, I don't, I'm not going to call the guy dirty, but he was involved in a lot of crap when he was with the Eagles. I <laughs> and know he's that. the guy let's handing out punishments. Let's just get Rasheed Wallace to come in for the NBA and do that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just, I, What's he trying to say about Rasheed? Rasheed <laughs> led the world in technical fouls. <laughs> Right. Both teams played hard. And the funny thing is, is Derek Brooks and James Thrash is the guy who they have to hear his appeal. By the way, James, well, I'm good with that. James Thrash seems like both stand-up kind of guys. All right, we're I gonna just, go well, ahead, Dave. No, I, I just, I feel like I need to make it clear. Like, Chris, Tristan Hill deserved some punishment yeah. for that. Like, yes. that's not professional. Yeah. It's not okay. Like, that's not what I'm defending, and I don't think anybody would. I just don't understand. The the NFL is just so off the rails when it comes to how they make these decisions. That's all. Like, I really – I don't have a problem with the punishment so much as yeah. the inconsistency from the league. And, and you know, from from Tristan Hill's standpoint, I mean, the, <laughs> what the what the Cowboys – what we thought from him, you know, when, when he was drafted, mm-hmm. it was, hey, he, he could be, you know, a, a, a good rusher, can get up the field, he's an active player. He's a little bit immature, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen more of that than we've seen – we've seen – the player that they drafted in the second round, unfortunately, I, and that's just my. It's opinion. ironic not, too, because no, I, I agree with you, but he played pretty well against the Raiders. Did. I thought, yeah. like he was active, he was yeah. just, so he did. But. He had a he had a pretty good game. I mean, he gets up the field. He, he's he's not easy to block. Yeah, um, but you know, he's it has, gonna, it's been mostly the other stuff so yeah. far, and this is year three. three. Yeah. Year three. All right, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna talk uh, to Bucky Brooks of NFL Network. We'll talk about the Saints versus the Cowboys. But when we come right back, DallasCowboys.com radio. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. 
for teaching Grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United Ag and Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbalanced bending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him, it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com/cowboys. New Dr Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Your favorite WWE superstars return to AT&T Stadium for WrestleMania on Saturday, April 2nd, and Sunday, April 3rd, 2022. Tickets are on sale now. Get yours before they sell out. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Let's go. It's the second segment of The Break mm. Live from the SWBC Morgan Studios. Nice music. At the Star, we're talking Christmas music and Roman Reigns. WWE and... Dave's t-shirt. We're going to go to Bucky Brooks, but we're going to talk about that t-shirt coming into the third segment. Okay. Hey, Bucky, man, we appreciate you joining us. Let's start real quick. Uh, let's talk about this New Orleans team. Just tell me, just as a big picture thing, what would you say is the biggest reason why they've struggled so much this year? They are 5-6. and six, Certainly don't look like the Saints teams that we're used to seeing regularly. What do you think is the biggest reason? Uh, team in transition. Uh, you lose a Hall of Fame quarterback in Drew Brees. Uh, you don't have an all-pro receiver in Michael Thomas. Um, your star running back, Alvin Kamara, has been in and out the lineup. And so you have a lot of different pieces that you're trying to juggle and reassemble. And so it's one of those deals where uh, Sean Payton can anticipate the team being one way, but then you get into the regular season and you have to play a different way. And so it, it just hasn't come together for them. And so without Michael Thomas, when you really look, you see, I mean, look, a, a lack of high-end personnel at wide receiver. And when you compound that by not having Alvin Kamara. They just don't have the ability to score points like they used to. And so the defense has been solid. The defense has the potential to do it. But it's different when you go from being an offensive-centric team to now needing to be a defensive-oriented team. And I think that transition has kind of caused them to kind of be a 500 squad. Bucky, what do you expect uh, uh, from the quarterback position? Taysom Hill is supposed to start, but do you do you think that they'll they'll rotate two guys in there? Or do you think it's just going to be his the whole time? Uh, I mean, I think if you Dallas, you have to be ready for both guys because that's how they typically have operated. Taysom Hill has started games and completed games before as a QB one, but you know, like the game changes when he's in there, right? I think sometimes when they put him in a quarterback, they take away some of his superpowers in terms of being able to be a change of mm-hmm. Swiss Army knife. Um, I think you expect to see a little more quarterback run game. Uh, the passing game would be a little more non-rhythmic because he's not a guy that t- traditionally throws on time. He's not a rhythm passer. And so you have to be ready for more improvisational plays. Your DBs have to plaster and stick to their guys more in case he scrambles and all that. So it's a, it's a change-up. But I think the good thing for Dan Quinn is he's seen it before because he was in that division for a while. So he kind of understands who he is as an athlete. And then it's about making him be uncomfortable, making him have to throw the ball more than normal. How nervous do you think the Cowboys should be about the Saints' pass rush? Just looking mainly at numbers, Cam Jordan's not putting up those type of numbers we're used to. Doesn't look like Marcus Davenport's going to play, or he might not play. Um, 
you know, obviously, just with how much this group has struggled over the last month, I mean, how how does this this front stack up to some of the other ones? Well, I mean, desperation brings about different game plans, and so this is a team that is desperate to stay in the playoff hunt. So all those stats and things that we think about prior to this game can go out the window because now you you're trying to heat people up. And so now if you're heating them up, you're bringing pressure from everywhere. It's a randomness to how you come about it. That's hard to prepare for. And so I think that has to do with a lot of it. Bucky, what's an area that the Cowboys could catch some type of break when facing this opponent? Uh, I mean, look, I, I think what you want to do is, before you can really even think about the things, you want to make sure that you get back on track. Um, I think the rough-ass ratio got out of whack. Last game, they need to make sure that they run the football regardless of who they're running back. 20 calls needs to be a big part of it. Um, I think uh, Dak Prescott has to figure out a way to play better. And so in some of these instances, what you want to do is simplify and do less, not more, so you can get back on track. The Cowboys really haven't played great football over the last four games. you got to simplify and get back to doing the basics so you can get back on track and get your confidence back. All right, I know we got to get you out of here, Bucky. So before we let you go, we do need to get a prediction on what you think is going to happen Thursday night in New Orleans. Uh, I think the Cowboys have to get back on track. I think, like, the up-and-down nature of the way they perform, they're on high alert. Uh, getting Amari Cooper back, hopefully C.D. Lamb back, that should help. But then you have the coaching situation where Dan Quinn has to take over. I think all hands should be on deck because the Washington football team is closing fast. This has to be one where they played much better than they played previously. I expect them to do that because this should be a wonderful game. This should be a game that they chalk up as a W. All right, Bucky, we appreciate you. Uh, we'll let you go. We're going to take our final break, come back. we got some storylines we got to talk about going into this game. We'll do that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com radio. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy or Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco, December 22nd at AT&T Stadium. Space is limited. Welcome back. Final segment of the break live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We are going to talk big picture storylines heading into Cowboys versus Saints this uh, Thursday night, Thursday night football. And let's start first with the biggest storyline. I think that just from a storyline perspective, Cowboys don't have their head coach. My question for you guys is how big of a deal is it that they don't have the head coach, Mike McCarthy, for this game? I said this on the radio this morning. I don't I think it would be silly to just say like it doesn't matter at all just because you're dra- you're changing everything about your game day operations. It's a different person. It's a, everything gets shuffled. Joe Witt's going to be up in the booth now, so now you're two different people that have been next to each other all year are communicating. Dan Quinn hasn't had to do all of the overseeing that he's going to have to do. 
So there's definitely a difference. But two thoughts come to mind. One is like sort of the tongue-in-cheek joke we've had all year of like, well, what does Mike McCarthy do, really? Mm-hmm. Well, we're about to find out. I mean, we'll see. And if there's anybody that should be equipped to do this, I would imagine it's a guy that was a head coach for, five, what, six years, five, six years, and and made it halfway through last season. So it's really only just now been a full year since he stopped doing it. He's played plenty of games in the Superdome. He coached the Falcons like – this just this shouldn't be too daunting for Dan Quinn. So like I I think it's a best case scenario. Yeah, those guys are important too. I mean, in, in any profession, there's a lot of positions out there where it's like, okay, well, what does that person do? They just sit around and, and, and make decisions. But yeah, every the people need those those guys or, or or girls. I mean, they need them. They need the decision makers. And so it it'll, it just trickles down. And so I I think that there'll be. Five, six people that are probably going to be a lot more stressed than they normally are because of just different things that they're going through. So, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you have head coaches like that, and I think I think McCarthy, you know, handles it, it well. Um, but but yeah, I mean, he doesn't call the plays, but he he, he makes the the decisions. Now, some of the decisions have been questioned. I mean, I, we every game there's a couple that that we question w- f- with him, and um, you know, he did it in this last game, which I do think that's interesting, though. Is Dan Quinn because and we brought this we joked about this yesterday like people keep trying to call him an interim coach he's not Mike McCarthy's still the head coach of this team and when he was answering all these questions about the game day operations yesterday he he went out of his way to not call Dan Quinn like the acting head coach he was like Dan's gonna come down and help with the mechanics of all that which I totally get um but I wonder, like, is Dan Quinn just going to consult the book of Mike? Like, does he have <laughs> does he have Mike's preferences written down on a notebook? And he's like, okay, this this is fourth and two in plus territory. Like, we're going to go for it. Or is Dan Quinn, does he have autonomy to do what Dan Quinn would do? He's got to have autonomy, right? I mean, oh. I, I would think if it was a guy that was not previously a head coach, didn't have that level of experience, then you may do a little more to kind of guide them. I'm guessing I'm guessing Mike would be like, look, you're going to be running the show for this game. Run the show. Sure. And I agree with you to a degree. But like, do you have a conversation of like, OK, this is this is kind of the guidelines of who we are and who we want to be like those conversations are probably going on all season. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, Kellen Moore's talked a lot about like, you know, it's not some big dramatic thing for us when we go for it on fourth down. Like this is right. baked into our philosophy. But now you have a. And I don't, I don't know Dan Quinn's tendencies from when he was in Atlanta. I'm sorry, but like, but now you just have a different mind and a defensive mind, by the way, who ultimately has the final say over this stuff. So I just wonder if we're if we're going to see a new look in terms of the decision making. And yeah. I don't think we can answer that until we see it. I, I personally believe that that if Mike McCarthy goes into it and says this is you know if he if he Montel Jordan's this thing, so this is how we do it, that would be terrible. It really would be because think about last night's game. If you watch that crap last night, like what if what if the the Washington had a coach that said this is how we're going to do it? Well, your your kicker just got hurt, or in this case, like Zerline, maybe he has a bad game, or maybe the Cowboys just cannot pick up one yard at all. So when you get to fourth and one, fourth and two, whether Mike would do in previous games, every game takes on a different life of its own. If Zerline goes out there and hits misses an extra point and a twenty eight yard field goal, knock on the biggest oak tree you can have. That's fine. But if that happens, then it's fourth and two from the 26-yard line. It's got to be a different call than what we normally do because you got to play within the game. I personally think that, yeah, they'll be fine to a certain extent. And, yes, he's had Dan Quinn has had that experience. But what concerns me in a way and worries me is the thought of knowing they haven't played great in the past few weeks. So, okay, I want my defensive coordinator to be fully focused on what his job is. I want Kellen Moore to be fully fo- focused on what he does. So now you got Dan Quinn, who's up at the booth, usually. Now he's on the field. Now he's taking a different, a bigger role, having to deal with other things. And it's not ideal when they've been playing the way that they have been playing these past few weeks, and then you add this new element to it, not like you have many other great choices, but at the end of the day, it's just 
I hope they manage it well, but hopefully it won't take away with what he has been doing with the defense overall, which we know that they do need the help on defense, especially when the offense has been playing the way that they have been playing. Yeah, I think we're you're thinking what I'm thinking. Bones. <laughs> okay, Bones. I wouldn't go as far uh-huh. as him because he. He's, I love it. I love him. Let's just, but light, I, I'm let's not just re- light this whole thing on fire we, and get wild. No, no the games Bones are stressful don't. enough Please to be <laughs> to add that kind of element to it. I think it would be great. I mean, I think Dan Quinn will do a great job, but I. I mean, it he, would be fun. He would but, have uh, he would have know. more time to focus on the defense. <laughs> he might be on the field a lot if Bones is calling it too. <laughs> no, we're good. We're okay. good. We got a, right. we got a solution. We're gonna work with that. All right. Here's the next big picture question I have for you guys: What will be the starting offensive line, and does Lyle keep the job when Terrence still returns from COVID protocol? I don't think it's fair to ask me that question because I. Until we see what happens. Well, they just. Not only that, like, they clearly don't know. Like, they can't make up their minds. They're rotating guys during a game. So they. Who's going to coach the old line? Yeah, that too. I mean, yeah, the coaches aren't even part of this. Um, What is happening with that? It's going to be uh, Lunda Wells, the tight ends coach, is is sliding over to do that. He's got that in his background. We did this yesterday, right before you got here, I believe. We we tried our best. And, and, And it doesn't seem that difficult at the moment to say, uh, left to right, Tyron Smith, Connor McGovern, uh, Biotish, Zach Martin, and then Lyle Collins. To answer your question, I don't know because Jerry Jones made it very clear this morning that Terrence Steele, he said basically Terrence Steele's played better than Lyle Collins, or he's the better option. That's why he's been playing, it's because he has played better at right tackle. Um, he also says that Lyle's not getting punished for anything like that. So it's just, it's. You know, whatever the term you want to use, they feel like Terrence is a better option. And they also probably are already deciding who's going to be here next year. I mean, that's got to be a big part of it. Maybe that's why McGovern's playing over Connor Williams. It's hard. So are you saying that your thought is that Lyle won't be here? Is that what you're saying? I think it's safe to say that, yeah. I mean, it's hard to watch this and like not think about those things right, at the very right. least. That's probably yeah. the best way to say it. I don't know what I don't know the answer to that, but it's hard not to think about that stuff. And I said this today too is like, when you're rotating guys in the middle of a game after like you made the big dramatic switch to Connor McGovern, it's a storyline. And then like a week later, you've got Connor Williams rotating in and very similar thing happening with Terrence and LC. It makes me think that there's a difference of opinion somewhere on the chain of command, mm-hmm. whether the front office thinks one thing and the coaching staff thinks the other or the head coach thinks one thing and the offensive line coach thinks the I don't know but it's weird you never you will not convince me that we like continuity though exactly exactly like you won't that's con- important you're Very not gonna important. you're not gonna sit up here and tell me continuity over everything <laughs> and fantasy football nonsense to bring that up one more time you're and never then, gonna stop that and well and Nor then you. you go into a game and you <laughs> rotate nobody does that Except it does on fantasy that's in like fantasy. 19 like in the 1950s like player like teams would rotate they would have like oh this is our first quarter defense and our sec like yeah that happened back then when freshmen weren't allowed to play varsity that yeah. was a million years ago they don't do this in modern football and so they should have Back in the '90s, they should have rotated that off. I was actually line. thinking that. I wonder who's going to tell Nate Newton they, come they off. Should the have, they should have. They should have moved been fun. that around and said, "Nate, off the field." Nate, you're off. Yeah, Nate, you're <laughs> off you think, for this what you series. Think Nate says to the person that comes off the field, comes on and says, "Nate, you're out." Have fun. What yeah. do you think is going to happen there? Have fun. I'm guessing Nate's going to be like, "Bro, I'm good." I don't want to deliver that. News. He's going to. He's going to say like Ricky Waters for who for what. <laughs> It's for, for Kevin Gokin, no thanks. It's weird. Decent, no thanks. I'm I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Nate, Nate, Newton's Newton's no, Nate was walking, walking past our he studio. Get yeah, getting ready for the for the next show. What show is that? That show is Hanging with the Boys. Oh, that's it's a good. really quality new show. show. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Kurt Daniels is going to get to talk some today. Wow, that means Shannon's <laughs> not going to be on. Well, maybe we'll see. Jesse, you know, you got Jesse and and uh, Nate. Okay, Shannon, it's good. It's a good quality show. Well, it is time, they Dave Jefferson. We don't get wings. Do you want me to get you some wings? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I do. Well, y'all not I'm even hungry. gonna be bashful about that. No. Yeah, bring wings. Free food always, okay. especially if it's yeah. wings. All right, I'll see what I can do. I, I, I mean, I would love for Waterburger to to sponsor the lunch break. It's not the lunch break. It hasn't been a lunch break for a long time. Well, if Waterburger was a sponsor, it could be. What if they said, "Hey, what if we just add lunch back in?" Would At you do it? Ten thirty in the morning. 
Shannon might fight. Taquito, this just, thing. Right. I was I was ready to go on a roll. I had more to say about the offensive line. Well, but go. It's, no, it's going. over now. No, it's actually, over. keep going. It's gone. I just you're acting like my we, wife we, right now. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm, it's it. it's fine, honey. No, it's, it's fine. fine. No, talk fine. about whatever you want to talk about. We talked about this yesterday when you were doing whatever you were doing. No, we we talked about this where we said. Um, Nice answer there, McCarthy. We don't believe it. Thanks, though. Good, good try on good. that. Because that that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Because we know it's wrong. Because Tyron Smith didn't rotate and Zach Martin didn't right. rotate. And so, whatever the answer is, it, just say I don't want to tell you. And we yeah. be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't actually, want to tell you. I would prefer that. You know what? You've done that a couple he has. times. He's, and he's, I, res- I actually I like respect that. that from coaches when they're like, uh, that's not something I want to talk about. Yeah, that's I fine. have. Yeah, yeah, we have an don't answer. Don't lie to me, though. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Clarence, we have an answer. I just don't want to tell you. Next so question. I really, I, it, I say it's not fair to ask me to answer that because God knows what they're like. God knows because they haven't been able to come up with a consistent strategy all year. Um, maybe. Maybe LC is just going to grab the bull by the horns and kick Cam Jordan's ass around the field all night on Thursday, and you'll have the answer for you. Yeah, That would be nice. All right, let's uh, real quickly, before we end the show, I need some predictions. We're doing this? Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't we? I know, I know. I just I thought about that a few minutes ago. Oh, I was like, man. man. I'm, I'm not I ready. I my dog to do it. I need to <laughs> right. do it again yesterday. <laughs> I mean, wrong. tomorrow. Well, yeah, do it and put it on video. He did. You're up. He didn't do good. Um, he threw up after. Oh, yeah, that's what. So okay. he changed his pick. <laughs> yeah, he, he picked the Cowboys and then threw up. Uh-oh. He okay. changed his pick. <laughs> A lot of people throwing up after that game. Yeah. Um, oh, man. I, was, I don't really want to. Nah. I'm not. I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm good. I'm, I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to pick them to go win a game. I mean, I, after all this crap that's going on, it probably would be very Cowboys and NFL like for them to go and strange lady this thing and go and win. Uh, but I'm not ready to do that. So I, I just. I'm gonna pick. I'm. I'm not gonna pick the Saints. But I'm not gonna pick the Cowboys to win. How does that work? You're just gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna picking, recuse yourself. I'm not picking the Cowboys to win right now. I'm just. I'm just. This after everything we've seen, I'm just. I, I know they're getting a lot of guys back, but this game, you know, the Saints are fighting too. I'm. So you pick the Saints? Yeah, I pick the Saints. All right. I don't know yet the score. All right. But you're picking the Saints. 18, 16, something like that. I don't know. 18, 16. Something crazy and yeah. stupid. Yeah. That's weird. Well, we've seen. We've gone up there two years ago. This three and zero Cowboys, and then they get shut down by the yeah. Saints defense and then you know True. the Saints I don't and think the Saints the, defense is not like no, that's just not something to sneeze at no they're they're, they'll good. be pretty good and so I just I, I see a little bit more of a low scoring game maybe not that that low but something 22 20 I don't know I, I I don't think the Saints are that good but I don't right now with the Cowboys it, I mean how, how could you pick them right now I mean you guys are going to do it and probably pick them but I just don't see I'm it. not all right Amber you're up no, that's it. That's my answer. I'm not, I'm not picking. Like, I've given them the benefit Look, of the doubt a couple of times yeah. lately, and I've been like, I'm a believer, kind of hanging by a thread right there. But right now, after and and I get it. Last week the game went overtime, and they were very close. They were fighting at the end, but to me. It just feels like they were a complete mess, and they were not able to recover whatsoever. Even though that was the end result, so. I, I maybe I'm just forgetting those plays that were good, but I'm seeing that game as a complete mess, and they were not good whatsoever. So this week I'm just I'm upset. Don't want it. Prove it. Show it to me, and then I'll yeah. be like, okay, good. Do it again next week. Let, right. let me jump in before you, you do that, Dave, because I didn't say this when y'all were talking about what's going to happen with with Dan Quinn and all that stuff. I I said it a thousand times. I think teams get beat earlier in the week. You know, usually on Wednesday or Thursday. Of course, this Wednesday or Thursday is a Saturday and a Monday or yep. Sunday and a Monday. I think that's where the Cowboys will probably struggle the most. It's right now. It's this week. It's this coming off of Thanksgiving and all this stuff happening. Is this a real practice? Is this you know? It's not a short week, but it's still a weird week. That's where I think the Cowboys will probably not as be, be as prepared. And I think Sean Payton's one of the best coaches in in the game. He does he does more with less every single year and so that's why i just i don't see it happening this week sorry no dave that's i mean how could you feel good about picking this team right now there's no reason that you should and i don't want to but i also like don't think highly of the saints at all they're banged up as well i mean they're gonna have it's the same thing they're gonna have some guys back but not as many as they would prefer um, and thinking about Broadus here. 
What, what do you mean? Strange lady. It's a strange lady. And, and, and like, actually, like why the Cowboys could. I feel the opposite of you. I'm like, well, you if you can't circle the wagons right now, like Dan Quinn's got to come down from the booth. Mike's not going to be there. You got pun- you've gotten punched in the mouth three out of the last four weeks. The whole league kind of thinks you're a joke right now as far as contending teams go. Like nobody, everybody's writing you off. We like it's unbelievable to me that we don't feel confident in a team that had an MVP candidate quarterback a month ago going in and beating a tight end at quarterback. Mm-hmm. But and but you shouldn't because they don't deserve yeah. it. Yeah. But it's unbelievable to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how low we've fallen that it's like, well, can can Dak outduel Taysom Hill? I don't know. Like, are you? Are, am I? Am I speaking yeah. English right Man, now? I don't want to pick right now. No, but no, that's it not, sucks. Honestly, I don't like it. It sucks because I don't pick Taysom Hill to win. The I don't game. need. And that's I just I look at it. I'm like, they've got this adversity that they can rally around. I don't think Cooper's going to be there, but um, um, but CD. Lamb will be back. They'll have Gallup. At least gives you a little bit of firepower. Of course, they probably won't have Cedric Wilson either. Like, right. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. I don't feel good about it at all. But like, they just are a more talented team, and they should find a way to win. I d- is is it going to be pretty? Absolutely not. They haven't played a pretty game in almost a month. But I think they can go down there and sneak out like a twenty to. 16 win and yeah. we're all gonna hate ourselves throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. like nobody's gonna have fun but guess what if you can get out of there wednesday with the win maybe, what's that wednesday night maybe but sure oh no, no i'm talking about during those three hours i'm changing my pick but if they can this just is the worst <laughs> i'm changing my pick this ever. this is goes... something i've never seen ever with the cowboys what a three nothing win tie oh you're gonna go okay. with tie. 22 22 tie I can't pick the Cowboys to win. That, that's what it was. I can't pick the Cowboys to win. I can't pick the Saints to win. I'm picking a tie. That's, I've never no. done it before. Have you ever, I'll throw up. I'll throw up suck. all day. I, ties are terrible. Have that, you that's ever, an even harder pick than the have you ever played? Uh, have you ever played roulette and bet green? Because it feels like that's, that's what you're exactly doing right what, now. Yeah, right. Like, I'm going to take the green spot. Right. But hey, more hey, more power I, to you. I People are like, is you, there a green you've spot? Done that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm just that's the joke. Yeah. yeah. Have but, it on my phone. But you, <laughs> but you know, I I actually I, I agree with you, Dave. There are it this pick for me is not about the Cowboys as much as it is about the Saints. I just don't think in watching the Saints play the last several games, they're just a team that just doesn't look very good. Now, you could say the same thing about Denver, but Denver, as we've seen, they've actually had some games where they've kind of come on. I mean, you go back throughout the year and look at, at New Orleans. They just don't look good. They and don't they look like the team. murdered the Packers. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm saying they just don't throughout the season. You get beyond that week, and what have they really done? Like, they are just not a team that looks very good. And so I think that this is a game where the Cowboys are able to get right. To be honest with you, I'm really way more concerned, and my pick may be very different next week because I think that's going to be a very challenging game for the Dallas to win if they don't get themselves back on track. If they play like they played over the last month, they will go to Washington and lose next week. But I think See, this week, I think what I think of New Orleans tells me that I think Dallas has enough to be able to beat them. It's funny. It goes back to what I said, and clearly, I don't think nobody expected them to lose three out of four. But we were having arguments last week where it's like, well, nobody wants to hear this. But we're still playing AFC teams. Like they don't; these aren't as important as some of these other games. And I keep saying it. I just feel like they just got to hold the rope. And like honestly, win or lose, you just got to get through this stretch. They'll have ten days off or tie. Well, whatever. I don't care. Or yeah, win, lose, or tie. But you just got to get done with this crap. And then you got ten days off. Hopefully, you can put COVID behind you again. Hopefully, (laughs) Jerry. Very. I love Jerry Jones. He's such a salesman because he was like, we're 100% vaccinated now if you include the guys that have antibodies. I'm right. like, yeah, okay, Jerry. <laughs> it's always uh, a positive line. So, <laughs> and There's always something positive you can take out of every situation. They've shown up against the division consistently for Dak's entire career. Yeah. Like They were like 21-6 and six against the division. That doesn't worry me nearly as much. You just got to get done with this awful stretch. But how much better would it feel to be done with it having eked out a – conference win it yeah. would feel so much and i we're like i said i think this is going to be a miserable experience for everyone but i for Can some I reason think they'll win sure. the game. before we leave you guys have both talked about the saints and how, how they have been but i think you guys are forgetting that we've seen it way too many times happen where it's not necessarily on the opponent it's like what the cowboys are doing themselves so 
with everything that they've mentioned and everything that we've talked about during this show of the struggles and the things that the Cowboys are going to have to overcome this week, that's why I personally don't feel confident that it's going to happen. Not because they're facing the Saints or whoever. It's because of themselves. So yeah. doesn't because matter to me how bad the Saints are Denver right now. Denver was 4-4, four and four, the Chiefs were 6-5, and five, and the Raiders were 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, and the Falcons were also four and four too. So they they played the last four games. Everybody's been right there, either a little bit above or, or right there at five hundred. And and like she's saying, here come the Saints at five and six. So they're in that same group. And we've seen Derek Carr play out of his mind, or we've seen guys finally play a great game. So I think it's a good point. Question becomes, who's going to play out of their mind? They do get. Uh, they're the running back back, which makes a huge sure, difference. The them. best running back in the league. <laughs> He's up there, <laughs> but I wouldn't say best in the league. He's up there, though. I would take and, him And I, I do think here's anybody. the part that, that does concern me a lot is they're seeing a different kind of offense than what they've played this year. Other than the Eagles, they really haven't faced an offense where they have a running quarterback that is a run-first option. Now, here's the other part to that. He has He's a run-first option type quarterback, and in addition to that, he's got one of the best running backs in the league. That presents an yeah. interesting dynamic for Dallas that they haven't really faced this year. So that's the part that could get really hairy for Dallas if they're not able mm-hmm. to stop it. And stopping the run has not been a consistent thing for them this year. So if you want to look at it from that standpoint, yeah, there are some reasons why Dallas could lose this game. I hate this. I just so think much. they're able to. I, I think they're able to pull it out. I did, like. I I agree with you. I just picked them to win, <laughs> but I can just imagine sitting up there by the Archie Manning banner. Bring a jacket, by the way, if you forgot. Coat. Yeah. Bring a coat. Coat. But just. Kamara, eat your own food before you come. Kamara's going to catch a swing pass at like the 18 and just make two guys whiff. And Which 18? The, the, it doesn't matter, probably. <laughs> right. I don't know. Just, I, as my, I think they're going to win, but I can just I see some potential for yeah, Exactly. Disaster. Nobody feels confident in either, no. either way on this one. Well, I don't you know what so. my dog does. Please. And hopefully this time he can hold it down. <laughs> If it's the you sing and yeah. stand up and yeah. get crunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, ironic. I love it. I love it. No, when you hear that song, you know things are going yeah, to get like, oh, you ironic that they, their anthem is an Atlanta rap song, but that's for another day. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back on uh, Friday. We'll let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Still there for Nick Eben, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia. I am Derek Eagles, and this has been The Break, live on DallasCowboys.com radio.